eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. For the cheeseheads who want it fresh, and the ones who think Lambeau is a cathedral. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Welcome back to another episode of the Pax What She Said podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Maggie Loney, joined, as always, by Perry Goldstein. And we're back. It's week one. We officially have NFL football to talk about. The Packers will travel to Minneapolis to take on the Vikings for week one of the regular season. But, Perry, before we jump into the Packers-Vikings division matchup, Let's share some news with our listeners. Yeah, so everyone who is listening, um, like Maggie said, we are now um, heading into the season. And to start off this season, um, we are excited to let you all know that we have teamed up with Odyssey to bring you more packs, which he said. Um, so we are joining uh, their podcast network that covers all 32 NFL teams. They also have a few other podcasts that have a national scope if you're interested in hearing all about the NFL. Um, but we will be your Packers podcast with Odyssey. Um, and on top of that, you'll continue to get our Monday night recaps of the games and our preview shows like today. Um, but we'll also be dropping an extra episode during the season throughout the week. Other news, tidbits about the Packers that we get. So we're very, very, very excited about this. We can't wait to bring you even more Packs Which She Said content. Um, we will still have our guests like normal. There will still be some video content. So everything should stay the same, just a little bit extra. And now we are uh, with Odyssey. Yeah, so Packers get their new look for the 2022 season, and we get our new look for our 2022 season. But let's let's dive in, because I feel like there's a lot to talk about. Yes, it's the regular season. We knew this was coming, but we didn't see much from the starters in the preseason, really anything at all. So what are you, what are you excited about? Offense, defense, anything? I Well, I think this is going to be a really interesting test. I think week one is always kind of the trial run, right? We don't know what new concepts Matt LaFleur is going to trot out with. This is obviously going to be a very new offense with tons of new weapons and new ways to use those weapons. But I think the Vikings are going to be just a really interesting first game to play. It's a divisional opponent. They obviously know each other really well. But the Vikings have a new head coach. Um kind of a very similar offense, I guess, plus Jalen Rieger now. Um, so this defense who is touting itself as, you know, dominant and hopefully going to be 
top five in the league um, is going to have to contend with, you know, a very nice receiving core and Dalvin Cook to begin with. So welcome back, Jair Alexander. Let's see what Rashawn Gary's got. You know, like this is going to be kind of their like put the league on notice game, I think, for the defense. Yeah, I mean, you talked about the secondary and how, you know, they'll have their own challenges. We know Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen are already kind of a top two or one of the the best tandems in the NFL at this point as far as a receiving core. You add in Delvin Cook. So the secondary, you know, will have their their stressors. And I think it's exciting to see what Joe Barry's base is going to look like. We think we have an idea. We think Rasul maybe will get the nickel looks early, but knowing Mm -hmm. the versatility that they have, you know, does he do something funky? Does Jair shadow Justin Jefferson the whole game? Or does Eric Stokes get some looks there? Like that's the kind of stuff that I'm excited to see, like what some of these personnel packages look like under Joe Barry now that he's got such a versatile secondary. Exactly. And I mean, we've been very excited about the secondary getting Jair back and kind of figuring out where they're going to move all these pieces around because they have an incredible starting five. My expectation is that it'll be pretty base to start out with. You just have to see kind of what the base can do versus the Vikings offense. But I think it'll be really fun to see what they do about the middle of that defense, how much Quay Walker gets to play next to Devondre Campbell, just knowing what kind of run game attack Dalvin Cook has and can give to the Packers defense. So there's a lot of, I think, moving parts here. And like I said, it's just going to be a really interesting test because, yes, we can comment on Kirk Cousins and his averageness, but this Vikings offense gives Packers fits like more often than not. They usually split the series and it's game one. Anything can happen. Yeah, especially game one in Minneapolis with the kind of environment that we're expecting, you know, hostile, obviously, um, for starters, but I am really looking forward to to seeing this starting front seven out there. You talked about Quay and Campbell already. Like you said, we're not sure how much Quay is going to play initially, but we do expect him to get some significant snaps. You know, it certainly will be different than when the Packers trotted out Chris Barnes a couple of years ago. Um, as kind of this unheralded rookie that nobody expected to even be in the starting lineup. Now you've got two, you know, you've got an all pro at inside linebacker and you have a first round draft pick opposite him, which is the largest, you know, investment in the inside linebacker position I can ever remember the Packers making at least in the last decade. But I think maybe what I'm more excited about than anything else is just kind of that front four in the edge rush, because this Vikings offensive line is not great. (laughs) They've had their own share of struggles and, we know that the Packers run defense has struggled significantly and Dalvin Cook is going to be one of the, the biggest challenges that this team will face all season. So Kenny Clark didn't play in the preseason, you know, Dean Lowry didn't play, Jaron Reed didn't play. So what do these guys look like now when they're all on the field at the same time? Yeah. I do kind of hope that Joe Barry just like throws the kitchen sink at them a little bit. Um, because like you said, the Vikings offensive line, I think across their entire offense is probably their weakest link. Um, you know, you can talk all you want about their wide receiver core and Dalvin Cook. And yes, like Kirk Cousins, you know, he he can throw the ball, but um, you're going to cause some really, really, really big problems if you can just attack that kind of weak offensive line. And, um, you know, Garrett Bradbury has been Kenny Clark's lunch meat for quite some time. And we know Kenny loves to sack the Vikings more than anything else. So I think it'll be really fun to see them all out there. The rotation will definitely be interesting. I think like snap allocation. Um, we've been talking about getting getting Kenny Clark some help for quite a bit. And hopefully that means he gets 
a little bit more rest than, you know, playing almost 100% of snaps. So it will be interesting to see what the rotation looks like, how much they play, when they play, on what kind of downs, etc. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, and I mean, I think, you know, Packers fans obviously know that Preston Smith and Rashawn Geary are, you know, the premier edge rushers. That's never been a question. And how they'll look, you know, maybe the versatility if Joe Barry wants to utilize Rashawn the same way he did with Zedaria Smith a couple of years ago, kind of as a roaming nose over center, if he shies away from that because now he's got Kenny Clark who maybe can stand up a little bit. Um, I'm excited for him to get some kind of end rushes and edge snaps or end snaps instead of having to always kind of be nose tackle in the Joe Barry defense. But I'm also really curious to see kind of how the depth chart shakes out as far as edge three, like who they bring in to spell guys like Preston and Rashawn. We know that, you know, they're going to be on third downs, that Packers, it's the, you know, it's the, the pressure down. Joe Barry's going to want to get the defense off the field, but who, you know, is the initial guy that they bring in? Is it Kingsley and Igbari? is a TIPA and kind of how some of that depth looks too. Yeah. Right now the backup, if you will, outside linebackers are JJ and Agbare and Jonathan Garvin behind Preston Smith. So, but like you said, I mean, I think it could be TIPA. It could be pretty much anybody at this rate vying for that third edge spot. Yeah. Any other thoughts on the offense as a whole from the Vikings or how they match up with the defense before we shift to the Packers offense and the Vikings defense? No, although I'll throw a question back at you because I'm curious about your thoughts and this could be for offense too, I guess, but like who the, I don't want to use X factor because that's overused, but a player that we may not be expecting to be dominant and kind of a, a force in this game for the Packers, maybe on defense. I'm going to say Jaron Reed. And I I think, you know, part of that is just because maybe we have expectations of who he could be and what he'll bring to the defense. And by all accounts, he had a really nice camp. He had like the, the quick scare with the wrist injury and was back out on the practice field the same day. So nothing lingering there, but I think he'll see some pretty significant snaps, at least in these first couple games, over guys like Devontae Wyatt, probably even over, you know, Dean Lowry. He'll get acclimated in there pretty quickly. So if, you know, tradition serves and Kenny Clark is dealing with a significant number of double teams like we would expect him to, then I think Jaron Reed is going to get some opportunities right away. And I think part of why his sack numbers and some of his pressure numbers went down the last couple of years is because he had to be you know, the guy for the defensive line. But now that he'll have guys like Kenny Clark and Dean and Rashawn and Preston to spell him for some of that, I think he could be kind of the forgotten man along the defensive line. And he'll, he'll get some opportunities to, to either get some pressure in the backfield or maybe, you know, some nice run stops with guys like Delvin Cook back there. I'm not surprised at all. That's who I had in mind as well. <laughs> I think there's something about a veteran also that you can trust a little bit more in week one. Like you'd love to think it would be Quay or Devonta Wyatt, 
just because of where they were drafted. But it's definitely easier to, I think, put those expectations on someone who's played in the league as long as Jaron Reed has and you feel like can actually come in to a new scheme and still be able to do what he needs to do. Yeah, it's funny, though, because if it wasn't Reed, I was going to say Pat O'Donnell, the punter. But we're not we're not I don't think we're ready to talk about that yet or move into that that phase of the conversation. So no, it's 